All right, guys, you're back. Welcome to Welcome another to episode of Just Context. Um, we have some intriguing things to talk about this week. I know the world has been going crazy with politics and stuff like that, but we do have every now and then when something that jumps out of the wazoo or probably jumps out of the Wyoming that gives us some information that, <laughs> that drives us crazy. Um, so this week, guys, we're going to go ahead and put Kanye West in context. I'm going to go ahead, let Juno go ahead. You did not just say Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm just, that's where he calling from. Straight out of Wyoming. That's where all the tweets is coming from. Uh, all right. Hi, guys. Um, yeah, so the craziness surrounding Kanye right now, if you haven't heard, or even if you have and you just need a little reminder, um, Kanye went on a tweeting spree. So I'm sure by now everyone's heard that he decided he's running for president. Now, you know, the whole world went crazy when this happened. But <laughs> um, regardless of whether he put his papers in, he's uh, so late, just oh so late. Um, and he just won't be on the ballots in the majority of states, right? Um, he did a rally recently and... It was in a state that he's not on their ballot, so I kind of was like, I don't even understand why he did the rally, but, you know, cool beans. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Janelle. It started from the rally. It started right there. I'll let you go, but <laughs> he started right there. Believe me when I say that did not start at the rally. It started way before the rally. But at the rally, um, Sir Kanye was, I mean, essentially bouncing off the walls. He... I mean, every clip that you saw from that rally was of him exhibiting every emotion under the book. One minute he was upset, he was yelling at somebody. The next minute he was so sad and upset that he was crying. The next minute he was, you know, joyous and hugging people. Um, it was, I, I don't know, it was like a movie in in little clips. <laughs> um and this was, I mean, within, I don't know, the span of maybe 15 minutes, um, like back to back things just kept happening. And I was like, what is going on? Like, what? what? Yeah. Um, so, you know, he went viral for that because the girl that he attacked in the video, um, not physically, but verbally, um, she, I guess, you know, set the record straight and let everybody know, you know, he was attacking her because of X, Y, Z and whatever that's not really important point is after that rally he went on a twitter spree so he started tweeting um i mean it was almost just a stream of thoughts like a like stream of consciousness um he just kind of jumped on twitter and started typing anything that he you know came to his mind and it was happening in real time. I was really reading it like you know 54 seconds ago he tweeted this, 2 minutes ago he tweeted this. So I'm going to start reading off some of the screenshots that I caught because he definitely deleted a lot of them. Um, so he said, Kim was trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up like on the movie Get Out because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday. Um, NBC locked up Bill Cosby. I love my wife. My family must live next to me. It's not up to E or NBC anymore. Chris and Kim, call me now. Anna Wintour always showed me love, but when I told her I was going to Gap, she looked at me like I was crazy. Then she called that kissing my ass. Shia was deposed. Oh, he said deposed, but I'm sure he meant supposed to. Supposed to do the first Yeezy Gap shoot, and he never showed up. I, I, is he talking about Shia LaBeouf in this? I, I, I would think so. I, I mean... mean so, anyway, if I get locked up like Mandela, y'all will know why. Kim tried to bring a doctor to lock up with a doctor. I, I don't know. Come and get me. This is Exodus, like Pusha said. Then he tweets Drake, um, the word Drake with the thinking emoji. Then... I put my life on my God that North's mom would never photograph her doing Playboy. And that's on God. I'm at the ranch. Come and get me. Straight out of Wyoming. <laughs> I 
I put my life on the line for my children that North's mother would never sell her sex tape. Everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me. Then, um, some of the first tweets that he posted was actually of like Google searches, just random yeah. searches of people's names. One of those people were Halle Berry. So literally just type into your search bar, Halle Berry in Google. And I mean, the first thing that pops up is really like her Wikipedia and like all her information, right? So he actually tweeted that screenshot of Google's results um, for Halle Berry. He also did that, the same thing for Jennifer Lawrence. Um, and I think there was one other person that I don't remember right now because I didn't catch that screenshot. Um, so let's start with that (laughs) because that was one day, uh, that wasn't even one day. That was like one hour of just a stream of consciousness onto his Twitter timeline. Um, yeah, got a, got a couple opportunities to listen to some people talk about what Kanye was was talking about and going through for one um i'm happy people started reaching out to him because i feel like when kanye gets into this phase like he goes on rants for like three or four days and the world sits to him like okay he's going through something mm-hmm. and two kanye been said he stopped taking his medicines right now i'm not sure what meds he he's on but I, there are times i feel like every time he does this that gets used as, as an excuse and how long as somebody on his platform is going to be able to get a pass? Like he says these, these outrageous things. And I would say this, he gets paid to say these outrageous things because if Kanye technically puts up a YouTube video of the random stuff that he says or does, and I'm sure that he may have some, some legality into it, these things trend. Right? It's trend regardless. I don't, I don't want to go on YouTube and, and look up videos of probably anything that's entitled to him that's going to hit numbers, right? So this this benefits Kanye financially, but mentally, I can say this doesn't because for one, I must speak from two different sides, right? From, let's take from the husband the husband side. If you're going something with your spouse, right, it should never be this public. Mm-hmm. That's that's going to be the first the first way I want to address what Kanye is. And second, it does sound like he's it's as as we're going to take this from the hood, so we're going to put it back in context, right? Um, he just sound like he's going. He's he's having that. I'm going through the issue with my baby mama, right? <laughs> but, no, which no, which is true. But he said, you see how he he how the tweet started, and he starts talking about. I mean, he brought up some. We, he's dabbled in the family history of what I guess the the, the Kardashian slash Jenners they do over there and how they make their money and and how they, I guess the imagery and, ex, and exploitation is right. how they. They're very successful. Jabbing at Chris Jenner, for yes, sure. So mother-in-law got in on the action. Now, I'm not saying I, I want to get taken out of context with this right here, you know. I would say this. Chris Jenner finally got, a, got her hands on a nice mixed-racial baby. Is a little bit older than Travis Scott's and, and what's the Kylie's baby, right? Yeah. So in, in the sense of exploitation... Right, those two little girls do come first. You already see how much money they make off off the grand post in those baby pictures. If you remember, this is one of the reasons why um, Cardi B was was very reluctant on wanting to post culture because she wanted to have that moment, that privacy, right? Uh-huh. And when you think about what their family their family does, and I would like to say, when Kanye said they're talking about get out. That was a joke that been used on Kanye for years now. Uh-huh. So yeah. it's it's like I think I think at this moment he's like, okay, you know what, guys? I think I'm just gonna embrace the moment of of using it. Now, secondly, I did I did a little bit of research and I think this is after I paid attention that Dave Chappelle, just to put it back in context, went to go see him. Um and after watching the Dave Chappelle video, or watching, or let's say this, the, the small clips of video that I've seen of Dave Chappelle out there, Dave Chappelle is trying to hang with him, right? But I felt like Kanye was trying to get as much media attention as possible. So now, now I start wondering, and and guys, this is just this is just my personal 
thought from what I'm looking from a distance. Kanye got new music. I got an album coming out. It's not this week or next week, right? So it's like, yo, what what are you what are you technically doing, and how how you're you're trying to use your your platform to show how you can manipulate people? Because I do feel like a lot of the things that he's doing right now, you know, is crazy, but it's part it's it's very part of the manipulation and how much clout that he got with it. Like I'm, I'm gonna say this. When Kanye does stuff like this, for the, for the clout that he gets, I think people need to stop watching Kanye. Okay, so I have, you know, I, I have to bring in the context of bipolar disorder. Uh, I feel like I've, I've definitely seen a lot of people say the things that you're saying. Um, but I also feel like those same people don't really understand how bipolar disorder works. Um, I feel like people are kind of like, it's, you know, a publicity stunt and, you know, it's for media and this and that. And somebody even told me that, um, you know, anytime he has a project coming out, like this happens. But then you have to take into consideration that if he goes off of his meds because it clouds his creativity, every time he has a project coming out would be exactly when he'd be having a manic episode. That's correct. So... You know, you have situations where people do things for the clout and people do things for the attention, but then you have to also take into consideration what bipolar disorder is and how people react in situations when they're not on medications. It's, it, it goes untreated. People don't even know that they're um, bipolar sometimes. I mean, he clearly is diagnosed. He's been diagnosed for a very long time. He's spoken about his, you know, struggles with his diagnosis and his mental health, right? So... For somebody who is diagnosed and who has been through treatment, has been through medication, but refuses to stay on medication because it messes with his money, because it messes with his creativity, uh-huh. um, you also have to take into consideration that somebody who is having a manic episode and somebody who has bipolar disorder has these exact traits. Correct. You know, you, you brought the... Uh, you brought up the fact that he brought the media and everything into it. But the way that I saw that and the way that I was looking at it is he is very well aware that Kim and Chris and whoever else he has around him would like him to be back on medication and would like him to, you know, probably be checked into an inpatient place so that uh-huh. he can for it. And uh-huh. bipolar people are not insane. That's he- correct. Yes, true. So if he's seeing all of this, he wants to prove to the world that he is okay. He does not want to be medicated and he does not want to be institutionalized. I don't know if you've ever um, seen the series Homeland. Um, Homeland is about like the, uh, like the government, the CIA and um, like terrorist organizations all over the world. They go on different missions and, you know, they, they have their little setups where, the wars that are going on especially in the middle east and stuff like that so the main actress in that show is claire danes Uh Danes her character is bipolar okay if you if you never have seen somebody who has been through a manic episode who um is not on medication and and she does the same thing sometimes she says you know, the medication clouds me, so I come off of it because that's when my genius kicks in. That's when I'm able to solve these cases. That's when I'm able to do my best work. Um, so one of the more recent seasons, she literally portrayed step by step what it looks like for somebody to be off of their medication, for somebody to be having manic episodes. For I mean, it literally goes as far as having hallucinations. But before it gets to that point, it's a buildup. It's not everything happening right away. You are, you know, you're not thinking about your actions. You're very impulsive. Your emotions go from one thing to the next very quickly. Um, You're all over the place. It's almost like a bouncing ball in a room. (laughs) You're just bouncing from one wall to the next. and, And that was literally how his stream of thoughts was going on Twitter. It was like, these things aren't even related like you're you're saying things that it's hard to understand because I mean one minute you're Drake with a thinking emoji the next minute you're looking up Halle Berry 
And then the next minute you're saying that they want to lock you up and the movie Get Out is about you. Um, Things like this, I think people take uh, for granted because not a lot of people know about mental health issues, number one. But number two, when you hear mental health issues, a lot of people who have never experienced it will automatically jump to like, okay, they're just insane, right? It's Mm -hmm. you're insane or you're looking for attention. These are like mental issues are all about the mind. If you cannot control your mind, you will look insane, number one. But number two, especially to, to society who has, you know, a set, you know, set of rules that people follow, right? But mm-hmm. number two, you don't have control over your actions. So I really do um, think that everyone should go and YouTube um, Claire Danes. Her, her character name is Carrie in Homeland. YouTube one of her manic episodes so that you can get a better understanding of what it looks like and what somebody is doing throughout that time. And she, you know, she at one point told her boyfriend, like, listen, you're going to have to, like, get me to take my meds once you realize that I'm completely losing it. And the arguments that ensue, um, you know, it's almost like, like, trying to physically hold somebody down to take their medication, but they're an adult, right? So how do you go about that if they're an adult? How do you tell them this is not you, you need the medication when they're feeling on this high and, you know, their 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 quote-unquote thoughts are, are just bouncing from one end to the next and they feel as if they're mm-hmm. so brilliant, but everyone else can see that that's not really them. Um, it, episode when you know when she was telling him like you're gonna have to do this or even I mean at another point in a different season she had another point where her meds stopped working and her sister kept trying to tell her to get on some new meds to go see a doctor to go figure out you know what can be done and she kept saying like if she did that, she was going to be out of her job and she wasn't going to be able to figure out what was going on with the terrorist attack that was coming or had already come. I, I don't remember. But mm-hmm. in the situation, it's difficult to, to, for people to actually um, sit them down and make them listen. They don't want to listen because they think that everything is, is going to be fine. They think they can handle it. They think, okay, let me just, you know, self-medicate with other things, whether it's alcohol or whatever the case is, right? So in in Kanye's situation, I feel like it all looks as if it's, you know, some big stunt. But I feel like this keeps happening because he doesn't stay on his medication. And everyone is going to look at it and try and dismiss it and say, oh, you know, just don't even pay attention to it. But you have to. You have to pay attention because he is ill. He is sick. Um, and and bipolar disorder isn't the only, you know, disorder that calls for medication that people sometimes just shy away from the medication because you also have to take into consideration what the pills and the medication do to somebody. So versus having, you know, a, a manic episode where you're bouncing off the walls, but you feel completely fine to you. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have taking medication and feeling like your life is just uh, monotonous. You're sleeping all the time. I mean, I have have people around me who are diagnosed with other disorders. Um, I myself have anxiety. So I know the things that can happen. And no matter what, what logically your brain is telling you, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I am probably one of the most logical people out there, but when my anxiety kicks in, I I can't help what I what I feel and I'm thinking like this is the end of the world. So, I just feel like a lot of people should start paying attention a little bit more to the effects of mental disorders and bipolar disorder and the manic episodes because I think that this entire situation um I feel like his friends, even, I mean, you had said it to me recently that there was, I guess, somebody or a few people in the industry that were kind of just like, that's just Kanye. Yeah. And Um, James Jones actually was the first person. He was like, yo, Kanye been like this. But his question was, is like, how long are we going to give him a pass? I mean, they're talking about clout wise. Instead of of we sit here and be like, yo, Kanye is, is going crazy on the net. We need to look at him like, okay, if whenever we see Kanye doing this, 
you see how Dave Chappelle kind of went out there and was like, yo, checking in on him. We need more of that going on. Instead of instead of the world looking at him like, yo, he's going mentally deranged. It's like, yo, it's like, yes, he's the, he has a disorder, right? But instead of keep chopping him up, like we, they need to, somebody need to be in place or an arm's length reach to make him feel better. And Kanye said something that I gotta put I gotta put in context right now, right? If you're somebody who's very financially stable the way he is, so is Kim. And I'm not saying you know money's not sh- supposed to be financially driven, right? Why can't a man keep his family close to him? These are these are a lot of the things that keep insane people, I would say, sane. Because if you're if you're going through a situation like that, right? I would hope be your fan. And guys, don't judge me. I guess I'm taking this part of the context. In the sense that I would think that having your family around would make you feel better. Like, if I'm going through something and I can see my daughters every day and my wife, right? Those are things that should be in place to make me feel better. And he, and he said it right there. He's like, yo, I want my family next to me. E and all the other, and whatever the other station was, like, yo, they can't dictate that. And it shows that it shows how, how much pressure we put on people to keep, to keep, these reality going you know what i mean because i would say not kim like kim if you hit a billion dollars which is a lot of people's dream because that's what your status just just said you're now a billionaire right and kanye is is, is stable like yo it's there's nothing wrong with you taking a year off and focus on your family you you have that much finance you know what i mean if you are broke broke broken it's like yo kanye you have to keep working I'm not saying I'm giving a pass during that moment, but you you have you have the financial stability, right? For you to say, okay, guys, I can step away for a little bit and focus on my family. But when you hear the way you're hearing him scream, is like the industry controls the family so much is that they they're trying to control him. And we're talking about him having a disorder. So you're saying that he doesn't like being in a box, and then you consistently have somebody putting him in a box. And now I'm not saying I don't see why getting to wise Wyoming would never have been a good deal. Now I see why it may be a good thing because what do you think is out there in Wyoming? None. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. There's nothing out there, right? Horses. So you're thinking there's horses, $45,000 worth of them, right? That's how much money. But I, And that's another that's another thing. Like when you can buy a horse for $45,000 a piece, when you, you, you got like, I think like 40 something of them he has out there, it's like um, he's trying to tell me each one of these little creatures worth $45,000. Like, yeah, you, you, can, you can give me a year of vacation. You feel what I'm saying? And if you guys want to make it suspenseful, you're like, yo, you guys can have the exclusive footages of stuff that we may film. While we live in real family life, and you you want to hear something crazy? As much as Con, we love crazy Kanye. We would actually love seeing Kanye being successful because we've seen him so crazy. You feel me? But at the rate that Kanye is going, it's like I it, I don't want to say that's bad because I don't want to wish ill for issue wish ill for people. Is that your Kanye may I don't want to say die, but he may hurt himself drastically trying to prove a point you know what i mean that's exactly where my mind went so here's the thing let let now let's put it back into context when it comes to mental health first of all he married this woman knowing exactly what they were he married knowing exactly what she does he married her knowing exactly who their family was when he made the decision to decide that he wasn't going to be on the show. He didn't want to film. He wanted to move back to Chicago at that mm-hmm. point. He knew that Kim was not going to be living with him. She couldn't to keep up the show, right? At this at this point, it's between a husband and a wife. If she wants to take time off, she can take time off. The same way that Courtney stepped back from the show and said, hey, I'm not doing this anymore. I want to spend time with my family. She can do that. So if it's her decision that she doesn't want to do that because just because you're a mother does not mean that you have to, you know, stop your life and stop work and stop doing what Mm -hmm. you love. So that aside, husband and wife, you know, dealings, whatever their decision was, he decided that he wanted to move away. He decided he didn't want to be anywhere near Mm -hmm. the show. And that was fine for him. That's the life that he wanted. He wanted his peace and quiet and his solitude. And that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I feel 
helped him, especially after moving to Wyoming and having all the, I mean, animals are therapeutic. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, I mean, there are studies to that effect, but I'm just saying, like, nobody could tell me otherwise anyway. Um, so I'm sure that it helps him to be out there without, you know, any distraction and, you know, with the animals around him and in nature and all of that. That's great for his mental health, right? So apart from the husband and wife dealings, you now have to also consider the fact that he refuses to stay on his medication. Someone who has bipolar disorder can self-harm. They are not thinking in their right mind. <laughs> They're very impulsive. They do things that are reckless as hell and they don't even know why. Sometimes, I mean, I've, I've, I've literally heard from somebody who is bipolar, they did something and then they look back and they're like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure why I did that because that's not really how I felt. So you look at all of these things in context and then you have to figure out what's the best strategy? What's the best way to deal with the situation when you have a grown man, an, a whole adult who is also a parent who should know better, who should know that you, sh you, you shouldn't be off of your medication as a mother? What's the best route to take here? You're going to just leave your kids around somebody who is unstable, who is unmedicated, who refuses to get treatment and could potentially self-harm and could potentially harm your kids. Or you're going to try and distance yourself from the situation because he doesn't want to take the help. Now, in Florida. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is it is so crazy. It's crazy in in so many different ways. I, I think. There's a lot that needs to get re-evaluated re in their situation, you know. I mean, I mean in the sense of, of what the decision is going to make from him and her mm -hmm. and how it is going to be able to move forward. And it's, I'm just saying that for the kids, you get what I'm saying, you know, because how, how these things is going to affect their relationship and how stuff is going to be able to move forward in their life. There's, I personally think that there's a lot that's going to get done. And if they don't find a way to move on, it's just going to get darker and darker for him. Because, yes, I would like to say Kanye and Men's is good, right? Because that's what they think. Um, people, for their business and because of how they like their finances, right? Kanye needs to be off his meds to, be, to, make, this, to make this money. Now, this will be my question. From what I'm looking at, I do think one of them has to step away. I'm going to say this because Kim, Kim is the more sane one at this moment. She's not the one who has to be on meds. I think Kanye may need to step away from his business endeavors for a little bit. It's going to sound crazy for me to say this. Now, and I'm going to say I'm going to say something a little bit even further. I do think Kanye may should um, move back to L.A. if that's where the business is for Kim. Right. But he has to be in a system where his mind or his body has to be under any form of stress. I think that's 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 a, that's the that's how we can put Kanye back in context. Right. Do some evaluation on him that way, like take take all stress away. Like, look, look, Jay, like and I'm saying this for for all his Yeezy and everybody else. Like, look. I know you guys have got products for me. You've got designs. You've got everything I had to give for like I'm more than 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. Like let 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 those money pile in for a little bit, right? And stop. And you know, I mean, we've known people from the industry. Mm -hmm. The industry is demanding. Mm -hmm. And I do understand what artists go through. Relevancy is, I guess, is key, right? Because you gotta find new ways to stay relevant and new ways to stay creative, right? But sometimes you need to step away. Like I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna, we're gonna say something crazy. Look how Little Wayne had to step away from the game for a little bit. Yeah. And and he stepped away. That's because a lot of personal stuff was going on in his life. Look what happened when he came back. I want you to understand. He relaunched Young Money mm -hmm. after going through his personal stuff. Now look where Young Money is. Now we're gonna talk about Drake's success and. And Nikki's success and his and, and the money that he's made from all of the artists, Tega and all of them. We've seen the type of endeavors they've done, boot deals that that baby has, has done over there because Wayne has given them a new a new platform, a new 
a new way to rebrand and a relaunch. Sometimes it takes it, it good to take away. And I would like to say this, like you, he created a record label, good music, right? You have people you put in place. This is the reason why you have Pusha T in place. You keep saying, Pusha saying this is the exodus. Why won't you let some of the people that you have in place play their, play their position? Mm-hmm. You know what I, I mean? mean? Like, keep that power up. I think it's also difficult, though, to walk away from something you love like that. So I, I, I kind of, like, feel it for him because if something that you're passionate about is being taken away from you, it can be rough. But here's the thing. Like, I really think that he needs to figure out a way to stay on his meds and still channel that creativity and i and i'm speaking from a place where i don't know what it's like to be on meds for bipolar disorder i don't know what meds he's taking i don't know you know maybe he's just been given meds to the point where he's just um you know in the clouds all day um I really think that he needs to pay attention to his mental health and be treated so that he can find the right dosage of medication, the right meds to begin with, because that has a a huge role to play in it as well. Um, I know someone else who, you know, spent a really long time going from doctor to doctor and wasn't able to sort out his meds properly and ended up just spending, you know, a good year or more of his life sleeping. (laughs) Um, because the meds just made him sleepy. He was having, um, you know, issues sleeping in the nights and he'd sleep all day. Um, then when he woke up, it's like, you know, you're groggy and cloudy for the whole day. It started throwing his emotions out of whack. So I know that medication isn't always the best thing, but then eventually he was able to see a doctor who started, you know, kind of, I don't, I don't want to use the word experimenting, but that's essentially what it is sometimes you have to figure out what works for your body so it is an experiment of like you know is this the right medication for you what happens when you take it you know is this the right dose for you if this is too much maybe we can cut this down Um, maybe we can combine it with this so that you actually feel good but if you're not paying attention to your mental health and you just don't want to be bothered and you don't want to be on medication and you don't want to be treated this is the kind of stuff that's going to happen so yeah I agree with you he needs to take a step back and focus on his mental health before he can come back stronger (sighs) so let's also move into the second set of tweets that he shot off which was um the day after was it the day after or two days after i think it was the day after (laughs) yeah um he was busy so the day after he tweets chris and kim put out a statement without my approval that's not a what a wife should do white supremacy meek is my man and was respectful that's my dog Kim was out of line. I'm worth $5 billion and more than that through Christ. But y'all ain't listened to MJ and now y'all believe them. So for context, MJ is Kim's grandmother. Um, they tried to fly in with two doctors to 51 out of 50 me. I don't know what that means, but I'm betting that it's something similar to what Florida has in, um, in that if an adult is... Uh, showing signs of self-harm or harming anyone else, they can get involuntarily institutionalized if their family um, is for it. It's it's called Baker Act, Baker Act, somebody. Florida is called Baker Act. I don't know what it's called in Wyoming. That's why I'm saying maybe the 5150 is related to that. Okay. Um, That's what it sounds like. Um, The rest of the tweet reads, I've been trying to get divorced since Kim met with Meek at the Waldorf for, quote, (laughs) I'm laughing, continue. For, quote, unquote, prison reform. I got 200 more to go. This my lady tweet of the night. Chris Jong-un. Lil Baby, my favorite rapper, but won't do a song with me. So, okay. For context, once again, this is one tweet. Mm -hmm. that that I read off to you from starting from they flew in with two doctors to 5150 me to the last line little baby my favorite rapper but won't do a song with me do Mm -hmm. y'all how this is so incoherent it's not funny one tweet 
one tweet has exactly what he was saying. I think it's like uh, 300 characters or something that you're allowed to use in one tweet. Generally, when people tweet things, they tweet one thing about one thought <laughs> at a time. He used his entire tweet to start from, I'm assuming they tried to Baker act me, to uh -huh. I want to get a divorce. And Chris is Chris Jong-un. And Lil Baby's my favorite rapper, but he won't do a song with me. It's almost mind-blowing that people are looking at this and really not understanding that this is mental illness. Yeah, it is. It is. It definitely it's, is. Yeah, I mean, the next tweet says... "We." I guess he retweeted his tweet about um, MJ. So he said, MJ told you about Tommy... Before they killed him. Kim saved my daughter's life in the name of Jesus. It's God's choice only. I will live for my children. Chris, I'm in Cody if, you, if you're not planning another one of your children's Playboy shoots. I don't know who Tommy is. I just know MJ is Kim's grandmother. Um, Chris Jenner's mother. I'm not sure who he's like talking about here who this Tommy person is that got killed um you know a sane person would try and connect the dots to Kim saved my daughter's life and say maybe somebody had an abortion and they had named him Tommy I don't know I'm so confused right now um but you know you see again he came with another jab for Kris Jenner yeah um the next tweet says come and get me the next tweet says Larsa with a thinking um, emoji. The next tweet says, in Jesus' name, no more cap. Um, next tweet says Drake with a thinking smiley. Once again, <laughs> once again, he's at Drake. Um, next tweet says, should I name more? The next tweet, he retweeted his tweet about how MJ told people about Tommy and said, we can handle this like gentlemen. I who is I, Tommy? I, I wish I knew. I, I really wish I knew. Yeah, because when 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 guys start going, we can handle this like gentlemen, right? That means somebody is is feeling offended in some form or way. Well, continue, Janelle. Continue. Yeah, I mean, well, that that's the extent of it. I mean, other than um, posting his new albums, uh, like checklist. Yeah. Um, he posted the names of them. And, I mean, even the names are in gibberish uh, at one point. Um, they're, they're almost like they're missing letters. I think, is it missing vowels? I think he took all the vowels out of the, out of the words. Really? I didn't yeah. see that part. Probably because I was not paying um, that close attention to it. Because I was like, Kanye, what are you up to right now? <laughs> um, well, it's on a red sheet of paper and... There are things that, you know, you can you can kind of decipher what some of it is saying. Um, so one of it has W-T-H-C-H-L-B. So he took out the I's, the vowels. So, yeah. I mean, you can tell it's child, right? Um, another one says N-G-D-E. And then the second word says C-N-T-R. I have no idea what that says, but I'm guessing center is the second word. I, I mean, I don't know. It's all confused, confuzzled. I, I, we really don't know what it is. Somebody else came out and, you know, tweeted underneath his tweet with a comment that was saying um, he's trying to decipher it. And he came out with, with child, God breathed, right now, in God's country, alien, off grid, keep our spirits alive, mm -hmm. 12,000 acres our king, glory, and praise God. And there were two more that, I mean, one looks like the first word could be Lord. I don't know what the heck the second word is. Um, and then there was another one. The first word says WK. I, I mean, honestly, I, I'm, I don't want to just like try to decipher what's going on in his brain right now. Um, all I'm saying is he tweeted a bunch. Then he says, um, well, sorry, not him. K 
Kim responded after that. Yeah, please. I was hoping you. Thank you for getting to the part that Kim, because I was like, Kanye, because Kanye was. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. At one point, I was like, Kanye, is like, who got your phone? <laughs> like, like, if if they if they were watching you yesterday, like, who got your phone? Come on, like, publicist, who's getting paid to make this look good? I mean, honestly. I don't understand how he still has his phone. I mean, the amount of people who he, I mean, okay, apart from the Kardashian family, the amount of people who keep saying, you know, we have to make sure he's okay. Um, you know, as you said, um, uh, sorry, I'm, the, the name is blanking me. Somebody went to visit him. Um, A lot of people. I've heard when to go visit him in different in different spaces. Now the one that you were just talking about, Dave Chappelle. Right. So Dave Chappelle went to visit him. There was a second one that I don't remember who it was, but I saw that on my own. Um, but it's just all these people are showing concern for him, but they're not saying what needs to be said. Like you need the medication, you need the treatment. Um, get the heck off Twitter. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> I mean, and and so let's take it as you'd like to say out of context right if this isn't about his bipolar disorder if this is a marital spat why are your friends not telling you to get the heck off twitter that's correct i would i would hope that that was what the narrative would be when they go out there honestly honestly like i don't understand how this can continue how it's been you know a couple nights in a row without anyone calling him and saying hey like what are you doing don't do that um, that's first of all, that's that's nothing that a, a, an adult does to begin with. But somebody who is, you know, married and in the public eye like that, you don't do things like that. Um, anyway, so back to Kim. She posts her uh, statement on what's been going on, I guess. And she says, as many of you know, Kanye has bipolar disorder. Anyone who has this or has a loved one in their life who does knows how incredibly complicated and painful it is to understand. I've never spoken publicly about how this has affected us at home because I am very protective of our children and Kanye's right to privacy when it comes to his health. But today, I feel like I should comment on it because of the stigma and misconceptions about mental health. Those that understand mental illness or even compulsive behavior know that the family is powerless unless the member is a minor. People who are unaware or far removed from this experience can be judgmental and not understand that the individual themselves have to engage in the process of getting help, no matter how hard family and friends try. I understand Kanye is subject to criticism because he is a public figure and his actions at times can cause strong opinions and emotions. He is a brilliant but complicated person who, on top of the pressures of being an artist and a black man, experienced the painful loss of his mother and has to deal with the pressure and isolation that is heightened by his bipolar disorder. Those who are close with Kanye know his heart and understand his words, sometimes do not align with his intentions. Living with bipolar disorder does not diminish or invalidate his dreams and his creative ideas, no matter how big or unobtainable they may feel to some. That is part of his genius, and as we have all witnessed, many of his big dreams have come true. We as a society talk about giving grace to the issue of mental health as a whole. However, we should also give it to the individuals who are living with it in times when they need it the most. I kindly ask the media and public, give us the compassion and empathy that is needed so that we can get through this. Thank you for those who have expressed concern for Kanye's well-being and for your understanding. With love and gratitude, Kim Kardashian West. That was very well written. It so was. Oh man. <laughs> oh man, Janelle. I was like, yo, Janelle. If 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 I'm gonna show you, that's how your publicists work. Yeah. Listen, listen. They got a, a a bomb team behind them because this. I mean, I haven't seen something. I mean, our president doesn't even talk like this. Our president's PR isn't even like this. Um, no. Yeah. This this was awesome. This was amazing. I um, applaud him for the statement. Yeah. Who, whoever wrote it, anyway. <laughs> whoever whoever wrote it but i would say this um you see these are the things i'm talking about it's it's who controls it controls the narrative and i'm gonna say this do you know that's the reason why they took a step back because the only reason why 
they I felt like she had to address it is because for one, Kanye started putting moms into a negative light. Not saying she's not been in a negative light, but when you start talking about the the TV stations and you could start technically hurt um, financial endeavors, right? The way Kanye may speak, I think that it was addressed appropriately to keep the narrative clear in the saying that, because if, 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 when you listen to the statement, she technically took her mom out of it. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very easily. I mean, without even stressing the point. I don't even, I, I would have to, to think about what slack she's getting at home from her mom because mm-hmm. her mom's been getting a lot of the, the brunt of this whole situation, mm-hmm. but she's not the only one. So you notice that when she spoke on it, she, she mentioned the people who are in his life and the people who know his heart. And mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, that's not um, strictly about Kris Jenner. He, he's mentioning a bunch of people for no good reason right now. He was talking about um, uh, Anna Wintour. He was talking about Drake. He was talking about, he was Google searching Halle Berry and talking about Larsa Pippen. There's so many people that are involved in his tweets right now. And granted, he's not really saying much about it. Um, we don't know what he meant when he tweeted these people's names or Google searched these people. Um, although people on Twitter have ideas. Um, I've seen tweets talk about how they think that he's referring to Larsa Pippen and the fact that she has her, I I mean, I don't know how old her daughter is. Let's go with 12. (laughs) Um, you know, her daughter just on Instagram in bikinis and stuff like that. And, um, they're basically saying that he's implying that Larsa is just like Chris. Um, I guess you know if you're gonna imply or infer something along those lines you could maybe say the same about drake's uh baby mother okay um i don't see why you would say anything about halle berry or jennifer lawrence but yeah because i would say this halle i think halle has tried to keep the kids are private yeah um i don't know like i said people are trying to make sense of what is going on in his head people are trying to make sense of his tweets I'm not sure that I'm willing to try and decipher it because I don't know. <laughs> just just to put that in context, guys. Right. We're not trying to decipher Kanye's tweets. Um, yeah, no, I, I just feel like uh, um, even a part of the statement where she was saying, um, you know, people, people don't understand, you know, the, the bipolar disorder and how things are heightened and all of this. <laughs> But the people who know his heart and understand his words don't align with his intentions. And I'm thinking, I just personally feel, bringing it back to what you said earlier about, you know, people in the industry being like, that's just Kanye. I don't think that people really know the difference between his normal state and his manic state. And I think it's very easy for people to not know the difference because even somebody living with bipolar disorder cannot know the difference. Um, People who are undiagnosed and don't even know that they suffer with it can't tell the difference. They they just feel like, you know, this is a normal day for them. Um, Until things start to get bad and the depression starts to kick in and then you wonder, okay, what's wrong with me? What's going on? And that's when you start looking for help. But um, before that point, how can you tell what's just regular, you know, quirky, out there, creative Kanye and what is manic episode bipolar disorder Kanye? What is too much for Kanye? Is it that he's bouncing off the walls right now um, because he's unmedicated or is this just him in his creative process? You, you get what I'm saying? I feel mm-hmm. like a who are around him and who have known him throughout the years don't know the difference. Janelle, I, I think you kind of hit it on the, the head with, with not knowing the difference because when you think about what they've known of Kanye in his musical career, he they've they've I would say he's constantly been kept into creative genius mode, right? And as we have seen to tell, creative genius mode is him off the meds. So the whole the whole time they've been hanging with Kanye, walling with Kanye, Kanye, and I'm not gonna say he he was unstable, guys. Please don't quote me on that. But within that mind frame, they really couldn't tell the difference. Now, 
And now we're constantly hearing now, like, look, for him to be creative, he has to be off the meds. So then you look back then, you're like, yo, you really would have been crazy as life then, you know? Look at the the instance when he jumped on stage with the whole Beyonce and Taylor Swift thing. Somebody brought that up to me um, a couple days ago. And I was thinking about it and I'm like, if that was around the time that he was off his meds and he's self-medicating with liquor, it makes so much sense. Because I'm not saying that people who have bipolar disorder are completely crazy. They're they're they understand what's going on in their head and they have the same opinions and they have the same, you know, um, drive and just what Kim was saying, the same ambitions and the dreams and all of this, but it's just a matter of having tact with it as well. Because when you're impulsive and you're not, you know, in your right mind, you do things that you would not do if you weren't off of the meds. Yo, um, you know, you're right. He was on tour. He was on the Watch the Throne tour during right. that period. He was sitting in the audience with a glass of liquor in his hand and people tried to say oh he was just drunk but really i mean i i'm i'm pretty sure that his opinion on that situation still stands to this day i think a lot of people felt who the hell is taylor swift and why is she getting this award over beyonce right Mm -hmm. um so i don't i'm not taking away the fact that this is how he really felt what i am saying is that if he was having a manic episode if he was not on his meds at that time his impulsiveness for him to just jump up and get on stage and say, you need to hear what I have to say right now. You need to hear what's going on in my head right now. The same way that he does on Twitter when he's in the middle of a manic episode and just kind of streams off consciousness of what's going on in my head. You need to hear me right now. Mm-hmm. That literally looks exactly like what happened on stage. That is correct. That is correct. I think Mike Myers would... No, no, is it Mike Myers... Would say the same thing when he did his George Bush thing. I remember the look he had on his face when he said George Bush hate black people. You remember that? And my my guy from Austin Powers. You remember the look he had on his face? He looked at Kanye like, "This boy got to be crazy for saying this right now while I'm on stage with him." But it's if you go back and you watch, and I'm gonna say this: Jay Z knew. I mean, everybody knew that he had bipolar disorder and he, you know, he had those moments. But again, I just feel like unless you have experience with it, you're not really knowing what you're looking at. I have been around somebody who was bipolar and um, undiagnosed. Nobody knew. I didn't know. (laughs) Um, That person didn't know. But it's not until later on where you can put things in retrospect and say, hey, I, I can see that. I can see that, you know, this was a manic episode or this was um, something you were doing that was completely out of character or, um, you know, it just it just comes into context. It just makes sense at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you don't know what it looks like, if you don't know, um, like I said, the difference between the normal state and the manic state, it's tough. It's really tough. Like, Kudos to anybody who deals with somebody who not only has bipolar disorder, but just in general has um, any kind of mental disorder. Um, I know my anxiety is like, it's tough to deal with. It's tough for, for anyone to deal with, not just myself. So I, I can't even imagine having to deal with somebody who has those highs and lows, who, who goes through so many different extremes in, in you know, the, the matter of a few minutes. I, I don't know if I could personally do it. So hats off to people who are in relationships with, who have kids with, who have anyone close to them with um, any kind of mental um, disorders. Well, I mean, Kanye asked if, if, if y'all are going to vote for him or not. That's one of the tweets that I would enjoy. So... That, let's not go. Let's not go there. But um, let's 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 put it all in context, General. Because before we switch a small topic, um, I would say this: in this moment and looking what Kanye is going through, um, for anybody out there who have people in their life who who go through these episodes, who you feel like, I we're not going to say bipolar, because not all of us are bipolar. Because as General said, we all have episodes of different things we deal with. You know what I mean? As as anxiety. Highlighted her anxiety. I deal with my anxiety in different ways as well, so I completely understand. Um, it shows that sometimes you need to check up on your people. 
keep them keep I would like to say this keep them in context especially when you start seeing them get out of context because that's what we're supposed to be around each other for you know what I mean because we're not perfect nobody is right and sometimes if you let people get too far out of context this is what it may lead to and we all have our crap, especially if we live in the United States of America. <laughs> With all the craziness that's going on. Now, wait, now Jet, I, I do want you to chop something up. Um, I know we didn't... I, I, th- I was kind of waiting to, to hear statements from Tori before I kind of I, I dabble into, into this. Right, right. So, okay, I'm definitely not even going to speak on that situation until we know exactly what's going on because... Yeah. I think it's like you said it's been going on for a while and we don't know the, the details yeah. we can only speculate at this point what happened between Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion right yeah. um I would not like to speak on anything that I do not like officially and you know like I don't I don't have any of the deets nobody does <laughs> yeah nobody does and they and I felt like they've stayed quiet for yeah. a reason and she said what she needed to say to give all legalities their 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 ways to work their work what is supposed to work, but I felt like she she gave enough to close the door, like yeah. let 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 the situation go where it's supposed to go, and I I'm, I would say this though Janelle when the instant I get some information on that topic, we're definitely talking about it. Yeah, we're definitely gonna put it in context. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. What I did want to talk about was the fact that Drea did a little interview talking about um, the, the entire situation. And I guess somebody asked her what she thinks happened. And her response was she, um, I guess, believes, or not that she believes, but she, she's inferring. Her inference, I guess, is that um, they got themselves into... Uh, a situation that was a little bit Bobby and Whitney. Um, And then she kind of, you know, people are saying that she joked and she said that she joked, but God honest truth, I don't think she joked. Um, She said, I like that. Um, I want somebody who who likes me so much that if I'm getting out the car, they're going to shoot me in the foot too. (laughs) So... (laughs) So, you know, the whole podcast, because she was on a podcast, I don't know who's, um, stopped and was like, whoa, like, what? What did you just say? And she repeated herself. She said, yeah, I want him to like me so much that if I'm telling him I'm getting the hell out the car, he's going to tell me, no, you not. Shoot me in my foot. Um, so here's the thing. She's getting a lot of backlash right now. Meg was not happy. Meg was pissed off that she was, you know, taking her situation and making light of it and joking about it. But here's the thing. I have followed Drea for a long time. I love me some Drea. Um, she was, you know, a little bit of a chicken head back in the day. Cool. Um, I think we all had our little moments. Um, you know, it's part of growing up. You go and you do wild stuff and then you start to get older. And, you know, um, that's fair. But... I think that Drea was not joking. I genuinely feel like Drea meant what she said. I can full on see Drea in a relationship where somebody is, you know, manhandling her and she would completely be in love with it because she wants a man who is completely obsessed with her and she wants a man who understands that she is going to be completely obsessed with him. And if that sounds sick to some people, and if that sounds like completely crossing the line to some people, that's entirely fair. But I don't think that Drea feels like it is sick and completely crossing the line. So (laughs) I just think that a lot of people, you know, are attacking the situation. And so she kind of had to dial it back and be like, my bad, I was joking. I I shouldn't have joked. But I don't think she was joking. I don't think she was joking, and I, I, not to speak on Drea's situation. I think Drea and her partner, I think his name is Orlando. Yeah, um, they have had their their stint in the media. Um, not saying Drea doesn't have enough clout for for the media to run to kind of chase down what she and Orlando have have done, 
but I, I guess some form of aggression I've shown over the periods, and they've still been to, they're still together. So when she says that, a little I, bit of craziness. I believe her. Yeah. I so believe her. That um, is. I mean, she probably said uh, she probably went overboard in saying like, "I want him to shoot me in the foot too." Um, you know, who wants to get shot in the foot, right? But I do believe that the concept behind the words, she really believes it. I, I That's personally my take on it. Um, I just feel like that's what she likes in relationships, like a completely mm-hmm. obsessive type relationship. I mean, she's been on camera, like snatching, you know, his phone away and like, you know, making sure that she's in control and things like that. So I, I can see her um, being entirely happy and enthralled in a relationship like that. Um, I'm sorry that she's getting this backlash right now because there's no way in hell that she can come forward and be like, well, that's just what I like because people are going to be like, what's wrong with you? You need help. Well, I mean, Janelle, you know, as bad as you say that, sometimes you just got to own your truth. I, I mean... <laughs> I'm Janelle, I ain't gonna lie. I've heard a lot of girls lately and not saying it, I've heard a lot of girls say that like being choked, right? In their retrospect. So I would say this, like, um, some people go to their different levels, and I, that's the reason why I don't want to speak on the on Tory and on Meg's thing because you know I have different a different thought into the situation. Tory is is five three, Meg is like she's a little bit bigger than him. He's about a buck ten, a buck twenty. Yes, yeah, he's like five three. So Tory is a, is a very tiny, is a very short guy. And I've run across a lot of guys in my life who has short men syndrome and felt like they have to get their point across. So that's the reason why I say I don't want to chop it up. I want to hear him speak first. I, w- I want to hear what he has to say. Anyone speak at this point. Somebody. <laughs> because, because we literally know nothing that happened. We just know, you know, bits and pieces of the police report, I guess. But nobody's saying anything at this point. Um, I, you know, yeah, we'll save that conversation for another day. Um, all I'm saying is, um, I feel bad for Drea and as much as, you know, you want to say stand in your truth, you also have to acknowledge that, um, she is a a role model at this point for young women. I mean, she's been keynotes, I mean, not keynote speaker, like she's spoken at conferences and stuff, um, for young women and she has, you know, her, uh, swimsuit line and whatever else endeavors that she has going on. Um, I like I, her, oh yeah, me too. Um, yeah. not that I've ever bought anything from them because they don't allow you to, um, switch sizes out. So like, really? I, yeah. Like for when I shop for swimsuits, I have to get an extra small bottom and a small top and they don't allow that. They like, you have to order small and small together, that kind of thing. Oh, so, so you, gotta, you gotta you gotta spend twice the money. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but they are pretty. I like her stuff. But aside from that, I just don't think that you can stand up and really say that you like borderline abusive relationships when you're supposed to be making money off of being a role model for women right now. So that is correct. Uh, yeah, that that wouldn't be smart of her. But like I said, I've observed her. I've been a fan of her for a while, and I just think that she wasn't joking. That's just my opinion. That's not context. That's my opinion. <laughs> hey, sometimes we got to take stuff out of context before we can put it back in context. But, I mean, so now, Janelle, is there anything else we would like to touch on before we go? Not this week. I think I've said enough. Um, next week, we'll be back with another topic. Honestly, I'm hoping that July can just chill because I really did want to talk about other things um especially considering that you know politics is a huge thing right now and i have a lot to say about politics and you know the orange man in the white house so i would love to but things just keep popping up on me that i'm like i gotta talk about this so yeah so i say guys you know what i think next week um we're gonna aim for something a little bit more political just so we can keep things in context before they reach November and stuff starts getting taken out of context. But that's that's definitely where we would like to lay. Um, well, like I said, nothing pops up on me that we have to discuss. So we'll just <laughs> by ear. <laughs> Let's see what happens next week. This week, we are done. Right? 
yeah, we're uh, yes, I would say this, guys. Um, for the rest of the year, guys, we're done with Kanye. Kanye, please, you and Kim figure this out. Twenty twenty has already given us enough, so we have to be dealing with your mental issue as well. Um, I would say I wish the best for the 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 West slash Dashian slash Jetta family in the situation. Um, as Kim publicist kindly put it when they wrote that beautiful statement and what that she never had to read but um so, <laughs> but yeah i would like that was that was actually very very well put together statement i want to make sure I, I get to reread that again but i would i do want to say i wish the best of the west family um please for everybody who who knows the west no no knows kanye um take an extra step in his life I'm not saying just to tell them to get off social media, but it seems like there's there's more needs to get worked done there. Um, I listened to a lot of different celebrities spoke about the situation in, in different ways. And when I started hearing them saying the same narrative or the same thing, it kind of puts my mind in perspective that, yeah, something is technically going on between him and Kim and that the mom is maybe involved. But those are personal issues. And I do feel like when you have personal issues, that's marital Sometimes stuff like that has to get stay out of the media, even when your I would say your social status requires otherwise, and that's just so I can keep everything in context. Um, I just want to plug it one more time. I mean, I'm plugging it like I'm not even getting paid for it. I feel like people really do need to go and watch Homeland. I feel like you guys need to watch um, her manic episodes because. She did such a beautiful job at portraying somebody with bipolar disorder and portraying somebody who has manic episodes and goes off of their medication. It was amazing to watch. It was so amazing. Um, So anyone who wants to know what that looks like, anyone who is interested in it, please go, you know, look it up on YouTube or watch it. I think the show comes out on HBO, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. Go find it. Watch it. See for yourself. All right, guys, so we want you to go ahead, like, comment, and if you heard that we've taken anything out of context in the conversation that we have today, please help us put it back in context, and you'd be surprised we maybe have to take it out of context again next week. Um, Subscribe, guys. Subscribe. Come back next week. All right, and hit that big red button. Peace.